Tara. And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple. And we are embarking on watching all of the Countdown to Christmas on Hallmark for the 2019 season. Nine of which all happened this week. Isn't that exciting? It's so exciting because it means that we'll basically be halfway through after Thanksgiving. That's true. Well, actually, I think more than halfway through, which is... And that's why you are the math expert. <laughs> So the movie we're watching tonight is called Check Into Christmas, and in is definitely spelled I-N-N because we have inns. <laughs> As in like lodging. As in motels and hotels. <laughs> um, so our synopsis this evening is Julia Crawley and Ryan Mason must unite their families during Crestridge's centennial Christmas celebration to save their family inns from a chain resort. Number one, that's a mouthful of a sentence. Number two, is this the first one I've seen that gives the full, full first name? and last name of each like, of why? the characters? Why do I need to know because that? Because I think we have to know that the Crawleys and the Masons are rivals. They are not. Yeah, they're rival ends. It's going to be like a Romeo and Juliet situation. They've been taught to What's not get name? along with each other. <laughs> right. So it's the Crawleys versus the Masons. So that's my first prediction. That I absolutely a... think there's going to be a Romeo Juliet element to this mm-hmm. as well. That the parents are in this like feud. We don't help each other. And it's these two individuals, Julia and Ryan, who are going to unite first around business and then second around love. And around Christmas. Uh, and third around Christmas, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so with this, I have to do an oldie but a goodie for a prediction. There will be a Christmas tree lighting. Oh, absolutely. There's going to be. The others just, it's like, that's in everything. I think that they are going to be, it's like, it's going to be Romeo and Juliet and Parent Trap. So it's going to be like, they have to like set up all these things to try and have their like businesses come together. And so there'll be lots of like little cute vignettes of them being like, okay, we're going to trick our families into having a joint like Christmas party or a joint resort rate i don't know well there will be some reason why this feud exists it's not just that they're competing ends but it's like a feud and so we'll learn the reason but the reason will be something that was more of a misunderstanding and so part of the bringing them together will also be the realization that whatever the root of the feud was is no longer relevant and that they can all be partners moving forward love it i agree wholeheartedly with that what else do we think for this one? I know you, we've got the chain resort. So that's going to be obviously the the big bad evil force of capitalism coming to take over a small town. Right. And ruin life in this small town from so definitely the, the think small we're business in a, owners. A small like mountain setting. Mm-hmm. This is definitely going to be kind of the like ski style resort kind of lodge. I predict like super gaudy decorations in this one. We kind of escaped yes. it in the past few, but this one's going to be... Over the top. I think that there will be at least 10 wreaths on a wall that we will get to see in this movie. (laughs) We're going to see wall wreaths. (laughs) All right. What about that final shot? All right. Final shot is going to be them building a snowman between the two properties and like laughing and kissing. I think the final shot will be a kiss in front of a fireplace in one of the inns. That's a good final shot. Yeah. I hope both of us are right. I don't think that's physically possible. It's a snowman and a fireplace. I guess it's time to find out if we're right. See if this one lives up to our expectations and our predictions. All right, Hallmark, take us on a journey. Terry, you got those snacks? I do got those snacks, and we'll see you in two hours. Two hours 
later. And we're back. We are back. That was a delightful movie. It was a delightful romp through Christmas land. Mm, we have a lot of delightful <laughs> romps, but this, one, yeah, I really like this one. Um, let's start with our summary, though. Uh, right. It is not my turn, it so is that's my why turn. I'm so ready to get into this. Yeah, you're like, just launch right in, Austin. Don't forget all the main key plot points. I'm going to tell you all the 16 subplots, but not the main one. No. Luckily, this one was a little <laughs> bit lighter on the subplots. So uh, yeah, be... everything was very focused on the main plot. So let's get to it. Okay, so what happened? What movie was this? Just kidding. Okay, so um, we have our two main characters, Julia Mason. No, Julia Crawley. (laughs) And Ryan Mason. Julia is a New York lawyer who is up for a big promotion. Um, She's up against her friend and decides to go home for the holidays because the partners aren't in town and heads back home where... Uh, her family runs an inn in Crestridge. We meet Ryan, who is a son of another innkeeper. And surprise, the Crawleys and the Masons have a feud that goes back three generations. It's a dispute over who had the rights to the land next to the railroad. And that is where one of the inns is now being run. Each of these characters have kind of had, uh, so Ryan and Julia have both had their, like, education so julia is this big new york lawyer ryan went and got his mba and is looking to you know take a larger role in the family business um there's lots of competition between this family that we see in just their everyday interactions but it is definitely in focus during the centennial christmas celebration in the town where there is trivia and snowball throwing competitions and the best decorated business and each of these families are just trying to Outwit, out play. decorate, and outplay <laughs> one of them. <laughs> um, so Ryan is very interested in Julia, and we see that throughout their interactions. And uh, they are trying to figure out a way to get their parents over this feud, especially when the Edgestone Resort is looking to buy property in Crestridge. Both of the families have turned down offers from Edgestone, but a neighbor, friend, has a big property and is selling it and Edgestone has put an offer in and they've decided to sell. So this is what unites the families and ultimately they do a joint offer for this property to win out over Edgestone and they end up opening up the Crestridge Hotel. Julia gets the job but turns it down, wants to open her own law firm in Crestridge and falls in love. The end. And everyone celebrated a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas happened. Christmas was <laughs> saved in Crestridge. All right. So where are we right on our predictions? Oh, uh, we got a lot. I mean, I, I would say of all the predictions we've done, this one was the closest. Pretty spot on. Yeah. There's definitely a rivalry. Absolutely. A Romeo and Juliet-esque rivalry. And it did go back to something from a previous generation. Um, this issue was there were basically two stories about how the land next to the railroad, was it stolen or were they just outbid? Um, and so ultimately they never solved that. We never get an answer to which one of those stories is true. The reality was it was probably somewhere in between. And they realized they have a bigger rival that, that instead of competing against each other, compete together against the the bigger issue to protect that small town business they let the feud go what other things did we say in our predictions um that i mean i think it was you know what was the purpose of the rivalry and they'd find out that it's no longer relevant um 
I know that we talked about a Christmas tree lighting. I'm sure there was one. Not memorable. I, I didn't write one. Remember it. <laughs> and I said overdone decor to um, and I wreaths. predicted ten wall wreaths, and At both least. of those, both of those things happened. They used the same trees in every place we went to in this mm-hmm. town literally the same type of decorations in whether you're at a restaurant at the inn or someone's personal house and there were walries everywhere and not only were there walries there were just bows taped to the wall <laughs> yeah every inch was christmas in some of these places so yeah it, yeah so we were pretty spot on yeah. with the prediction so let's move into our snarkable snark- moments snarkable moments <laughs> All right, so for snarkable moments, I don't, again, I know I've said this in another podcast, but don't have as many as usual because I really liked this movie, Uh, mostly because I like the actress. I like the girl that plays Julia. I think she was really wonderful. I think there was chemistry between her and all of the characters in the movie. I just thought she was a delight. She was a delight. In fact, Um, I think she might be my favorite Hallmark actress, knowing the people that are coming in some of the the bigger name actresses in wow. movies later this week, yeah. Well, I loved this movie, but I definitely had plenty to snark on. I mean, yeah, I mean, I still have, so yeah. What 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 was your first snarkable moment? Okay, so my first snarkable moment, which goes into a theory we are going to present in this podcast, or I think oh, we presented yeah. in the last podcast, right? We kind of have been nibbling on this theory, but this one gave us a big bite. From so the theory, um, very early on, they're doing some like town b-roll shots so that we kind of get oriented to where we are and in the same the same red building with like green shutter overhangs was used as in christmas duet which was on the night before Mm -hmm. it was the hot chocolate shop right it's the same town we are living in a hallmark multiverse yes this there is there is a there must be some sort of unifying theory this is all the same universe and even you know the same buildings the same objects are present um which is just a really fascinating theory to think about yeah so i was just like are you kidding me hallmark that you're showing me the same b-roll footage you used literally in the movie the it's night not, before though, because it's the same universe right. it's not don't think I got of it mad as b-roll first. footage think of it as oh this is a little a little tidbit they're leaving for us just like in those pixar movies where so like it's an easter egg each okay. Mo- yeah okay. each movie kind of has a piece of i guess it needs instead movies. of an easter egg and i know that's like the universal term for it but that's the wrong holiday so it needs to be like the christmas stocking it's a christmas egg <laughs> <laughs> there's so many christmas eggs <laughs> um one of my favorite things is that al borland is the dad of julia He's a delight. I love him. He was the perfect dad for this. He looks good in flannel. It, we which know. Is what you want in like a Christmas innkeeper. Right. And you know he's <laughs> handy. So yeah, I, I felt like that like his his depiction made me like instantly love this movie. I love some of the quotes in this movie. Oh, of course. you like a good quote. A I love a good quote. Moment. And I will say that like the romance between Ryan and Julia is so adorable because he's pretty much instantly into her. Yeah. There's not a lot of fighting their love. No, here. there wasn't. I mean, even though they're from these rival families, they kind of lean into it. Like even on. when they had their first kiss, there was no interruption. They literally just got to kiss. And it's like, oh, okay. yeah, it was lovely. They were talking about, as kids, why they weren't maybe running in the same circle. She's like, you lettered in football, and I lettered in debate. 
I did I did have that written down that it's like, oh, okay, so we clearly weren't talking to it. He was also older than her, I think, or she was older yeah. than him. Yeah, he was a senior, she was a right. sophomore. So that's probably more the reason why they didn't hang out with each other. Also don't know about y'all, but at my high school there wasn't this movies like to make it out like there's this really big distinction between people who are in different activities. First of all, we didn't have a debate team at my school, but if we had some of those people would have been on the football team and vice versa. Like they make it out like you do one or the other. You are a debate team kid or you are a football player. And, and if you watch like, any of the younger kid movies now, they're showing that the, the cliques that we grew up on that are tropes don't exist. Hallmark, you need to get with it and learn that. Yeah, that was that movie, um, the, uh, what was it called? It was that good one at the theater we actually right? went to go see. <laughs> we went it to see matter. one movie at the theater this year. Um, it, it was good, y'all. If we could tell you the name of it. Yeah. You should go see it. <laughs> um, um, so they had lots of like uh, centennial activities. And one of them was the snowball toss. Now there was like, <laughs> it's like uh, throwing a snowball through just cut out holes. And I, I just thought that this was a flawed activity from the start because like the snowballs fell apart. And so it was like, yeah. how much of the snowball has to go through to count? And when it lands on the other side, it then is, gone like how do you know which hole it like, yeah it was like there was no way to figure out like who actually got it through because the the system of them counting was just like looking at their stopwatch looking at the thing looking at their stop i was like you're missing whether everything is happening <laughs> and then so it's a board that's got holes and there's point values based on the size of the hole and the location of the hole. And so they have this whole competition and it's a tie between the masons and the crawlies oh no and so they're like, like and now we're changing it up the snowballs are worth points and i was like what, what why why do we have the holes to begin with why were there points labeled on them why is that only coming in the like lightning round at the end i feel like a better activity would have been like how many snowballs can you like hit a person with and it's a moving target <laughs> i would have done how many snowballs can you eat ow <laughs> <laughs> making a snowball eating competition like, that hurts my teeth thinking about that <laughs> just kidding like, don't do that a quarter of a snowball <laughs> don't, don't eat don't eat you can make a little bit of snow crab or something <laughs> pie. oh man yeah that's let's hope that our our city doesn't do that for their centennial they had like, well oh, that was the other thing and this is like peak dumb comment for me so i understand that this is just me um but they're calling it a centennial christmas celebration and i'm like isn't it actually the 219th anniversary of christmas it's not the 100th anniversary of christmas jesus was born 2019 years ago and as i pointed out it's the town celebration i of know that birthday. i know <laughs> so it's like the crestridge centennial christmas celebration or something i was like this is not the centennial of christmas <laughs> <laughs> it was also during the snowball fight that my favorite pickup line of the movie happened where Ryan's like, all right, so if I make it, will you go have dinner with me? And she's like, no. And then he's like, well, what if I miss it? Will you go have dinner with me? She's like, how about you just try? And then we don't go to dinner. <laughs> Ooh. And I was like, burn. burn. And then they went out to dinner. Together. <laughs> they did. And it was adorable. I do like how quickly they kind of leaned into it. And there was a point when he was, kind of trying to get her to he goes and throws like snowballs at her window and she's kind of charmed by that and they they pretty quickly that's i think what i enjoyed about this movie is 
he finds out that the Edge View, right, Edgestone Hotel is trying to purchase from his dad. And his dad said, like, of course, no, we're not going to sell. And right. that Julia had had that same conversation and that they both realized that this was something that they needed to be talking to each other about, not something that they needed to just say, oh, it's not a big deal. They're not going to buy because if they're looking to buy from Julia's family, she has to know they're also probably searching for properties from other people. And so I like that they, they communicated. Yeah, it was then like they, <laughs> they would be like let's meet it. for a secret cup of hot chocolate. Yeah, well and then there's also like that that romance trope of like we have to meet in secret and we're secretly trying to do this thing together and it's like (laughs) oh that's where i also wonder in these movies you know we get this big first kiss moment but i'm like in reality you know she's on a christmas vacation this is somebody she knows this is a town she grew up in like if there's already this little bit of romantic chemistry i don't understand why they're not just like get to it a little bit quicker (laughs) (laughs) like maybe get a little drunk and waking up in bed next to each other the next morning i think that stuff actually is happening in this movie or in any of these movies and we are just they are very selectively cutting it all out so when we see that first kiss it's actually the like 400th kiss because they had a makeout session the night before but we're just that's the the kissable i think that this was the the, hallmark moment the best like realistic timeline of a, a romance in a hallmark movie we've seen yeah. um, she was home for like two no 10 days yeah but it's like but she already knew him yeah they they already kind of knew each other the like foreplay aspect of it was like appropriately built up it wasn't just like zero to 60 right like i believed it i bought it the the way that they wrote it in was really nice i also was impressed that hallmark gave us so many family members it wasn't just right we had a mom and a dad and another mom and a dad right yeah, so each each of them had moms and dads, and then we had sisters and brothers. And wasn't there a grandma? And then one? a grandma. Yeah, so way to like actually use your budget to buy a full family for this movie times two. Yeah, that's why they had to use. <laughs> we have a theory that you can only have one parent because <laughs> that's why they, they have the a low budget. Christmas you can drinks. only have like five characters that are you know paid enough to be main characters in the movie the hallmark multiverse won't allow more <laughs> parents the to parents be are dead um, um so one thing i i want to um there was like a big trivia thing and uh al borland's character whose name was tim which i think is hilarious because <laughs> i of, think he wanted that name he's like i finally get to be tim <laughs> tim the tool man <laughs> <laughs> runs an end now as al borland okay um he learns and overhears that one of the trivia categories will be Crestfield history. Mm-hmm. And he ends up because like the kids are doing nice things for each other. And so the dads start doing a little bit nicer things for each other. And he lets the other dad in on it. And then we get to the trivia match and they're like, okay, last category Crestfield history. And then they just cut and we are at the end. And I was like, I wanted to learn one thing about this town. We didn't have enough of a care, really, to make up a fake history for this town. Yeah. And that, so the venue where they had this trivia was in a restaurant. This is actually the restaurant that was going to be purchased by the Edgestone Hotel. Because um, they were selling the whole property. I think he owned other properties on the block. But it was just basically like an eatery, like a bar kind of place. And that's the place where Christmas threw up. 
like the way that they decorated this they had like these cheap red curtains covering the windows because it's oh supposed gosh. to be at night but i'm sure they were filming during the day so they needed and to then the pictures that the were light. like they took the art that was in there and wrapped them as christmas gifts right i wanted to talk to hallmark about why they do this is not the first movie where we've seen this is the the wrapping of the picture frames in in paper and i think that's because they're using other they're using venues and they're just like covering up what's there and that's a cheap way to do that but then the like cabinets they're putting ribbon on it so the cabinet door looks like a present with a bow in the middle they did that to the refrigerators Okay, yeah, so I'm so glad you mentioned this because it was in the kitchens at the inns where mm-hmm. they have to make food. Like in the, It was yeah, wrapped like a present. They decorated the ki- the industrial kitchens of the hotel. I just don't feel Christmas. like it's going to live up to health code. And then also, <laughs> how do you open the doors? And like they end up, there's a whole subplot thing of there's a like a cooking competition mm-hmm. and the... Um, they do something like Julia does something to overload all the circuits so that they are forced to go to the rival inn to mm-hmm. cook. And when they go there, they all cook together. there's like garland and ribbon hung in a way where you literally cannot open the cabinets to get to any of the supplies. But gosh darn it, it's festive. <laughs> so that's what we're I mean, going we was for. Knew it, we knew it was Christmas in that kitchen, I guess. So when I had given the prediction about, you know, over decorating for Christmas, I was picturing more of like the movie where... They had what was the one with the 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 right before Christmas where it had the giant garland with the purple baubles like that one yeah. like Christmas really did throw up all over that they were just fact, giant shiny colors. Christmas balls everywhere. <laughs> this was more of a like why was that necessary <laughs> kind yeah. of decorating choices, but definitely a lower budget version of it i also think the christmas trees were just picked up from the one set and then just put down yeah because literally the it's the set. same tree it's the same wreath same style of light same everything i think yeah i think there were 12 trees and they just moved them <laughs> just from moved location them from to location to we should have looked at the the orientation of the ornaments and seen if they appeared in the same configuration i'll bet that the ends are actually like we were made to think they were filmed at two separate locations. It was probably the same in just different sides of the house that they rented to film this. <laughs> well, I mean, they did show the exteriors. One was more like lodgy feeling and one was like a barn. Right. But the but inside, inside. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, I'm sure they and, you know, you should look at the layouts of those and see if they appear in other movies, too, if they're just taking the same hotel lobby and kind of sticking a different color scheme on it and reselling it to us as a different in. Because we've had a lot of inns. We have a... Well, there's nothing like a good Christmas inn. Yeah, everybody goes to the... I have never been to There's room at Christmas. these inns in Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus joke. We, yeah, we've never been to a Christmas inn. I don't know that, like... It's a way bigger industry in these movies than I think it is in real life. I don't know, though. <laughs> um, I really liked the grandmother in this movie. I she thought she was so a really cute. nice, like character she's the one that's trying to like she's she's the one that kind of remembers the old fights but she seems also ready for everyone to move on Mm -hmm. and at the end like towards as the hallmark movie is wrapping up you know uh julia's trying to figure out whether she should stay or go be friends with or more than that with ryan and um her grandmother says to her you know, you've done something that no one could do in three generations. You brought these families together. And she's like, I just, I don't know. I, I thought I wanted this whole life in New York. And she's like, but, you know, growing up, I just took it for granted. And now I'm back. And the grandmother had this great line of like, you don't appreciate much of anything when you're that young. 
it's uh that's the best part about growing up is that you grow up and you get wiser and i was just like oh that was such like good sage advice yeah and that made her realize like it's okay to not take the big new york job that you've been working 10 years on and you could just stay here for a guy and figure out how to pass the Colorado bar exam instead of the New York one. <laughs> I know. She's like, oh, I'm just going to open a law firm here. Um, you know, there's like a process to that. You're going to have a loss of income while you go through that. Pro- I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have, th- those are all my snarks because it was <laughs> such a cute movie. It was a cute movie. I think there's also fewer snarks because there were not a lot of subplots and subplots can sometimes be where the snarks come from i mean definitely the whole rival ends thing is is just snarkable in and of itself like wait you know that's not a thing that happens outside of hallmark movies <laughs> at least yeah. on this level like the deep-rooted family rivalry in the small town one of the slight sl- subplots that we saw was uh julia's sister and ryan's brother oh, yeah also they- start getting along and i'm like are they gonna be like they were brothers and it. sisters and <laughs> Mary and all like it was just like that feels like that'd be complicated. They were competing for the grand marshal of the festival or whatever the parade, which it, it was, was the grand marshal of Christmas itself. Of Christmas itself, <laughs> <laughs> I never quite figured out what they were competing for grand marshal of. Yeah, um, usually it's a parade, which I guess means you lead the parade. But she just like it was more like prom queen, like and a, she got a big, big like trophy. You just got the most votes and you win the prize. So she won that. Um, did we ever see like them get together? no it was just it's like more a, implied that it's implied probably like would that they're gonna become like if ryan and julia get together that they also will become husband and wife yeah. and brother and sister-in-law yeah those kids are not gonna have a lot of aunts and uncles <laughs> <They're> <laughs> the crestridge gets a little bit smaller <laughs> in its gene pool each year <laughs> all right so let's move on to our final segments then so our first segment is title review this one I have a good one for. Okay. So good. obviously this one works. You've got the punny title. I do. That's one of my favorite things about these movies is they're silly punny titles. So check in for Christmas. Um, check in the pun hotel in Christmas. Is, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> the title I came up with actually doesn't work because it doesn't have Christmas in it and you need to allude to Christmas. But I was like, you have a Romeo and Juliet plot. You have a hotel theme. I wanted it to be called In Fair Verona. Ooh. <laughs> and so like Verona needed to be the town or right, something. Right. Name the town Verona. And then you can even nod to the fair. They have the Christmas Like festival. a Christmas fair. Yeah. You've got the fair. You've got the inn for the hotel. And then the In Fair Verona is the nod, of course, to Romeo and Juliet. Shakespeare. It all works. So but I think Hallmark needs to listen to just this part. And then this is next year's Countdown to Christmas movie. But it doesn't up. say Christmas in it. And the hotel really it, or the, the title really does need to, I think, for these like smack you in the face that it's a christmas movie i have a great alternate title for this okay. movie as well, well okay I don't, know. So- I don't know if anybody can come in fair verona at christmas time <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't know if it's gonna live up but i'm gonna try okay so we know we are in the south and in the south we kind of drop some of our letters like a g uh-oh. Uh-oh. and so uh-oh. i think like a g <laughs> I-, I see where this is going and so I think that the title of this movie should have been Feudin at Christmas. So like Feud, I-N-N at Christmas. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> it's feuding at Christmas, in y'all. Fair Verona at Christmas. <laughs> Christmas I, in Fair Verona. This Christmas just in Fair Verona. <laughs> this just in. I win. <laughs> feuding at Christmas wins. <laughs> Unanimous vote. The cat voted with me. Um, no, he voted with me. Patrick, don't say anything if you vote for me. Meow. <laughs> that was voter fraud. You're, you're stuffing the ballot box there. You can't meow for the cat. Um, either way, though, I actually think Check Into Christmas was an absolutely fine yeah, title. This is the, the good title for this movie. We get the hotel theme. We get the Christmas theme. She's checking in because she's coming from out of town. It works for me. So, you know. All right. So then the next question is, will this love last? I do think this love will last. I know I say that every time, but like she's from that town. Her family's there. It's not like she's just deciding to completely relocate to the town. She is feeling called to stay there and do something more purposeful with her lawyer degree. And I think that she can still do that and make good money and be in the town that she loves. My Grinchy heart says this love will last forever. I said it. This is the first time. His heart grew three sizes that day. Which means I have a heart problem. So let's hope that's not the case. (laughs) Please don't die. Um, It's Christmas. I'm not allowed to. It's one of our rules in our marriage. You're not allowed to die. Yeah. Totally going to hold up over time. That and don't lay on top of the duvet. I break that one a lot. You break it like every night. (laughs) I'm like, rule number two. It's going to make me break rule number one. Because <laughs> you kill me? Oh or that God. I'll just die. Because I'm so sad that just... I can't get under the blanket. Because you're cold. Because and... I'm cold. <laughs> well, you know. Enough about our marriage. Um, <laughs> I think their marriage is going to work. Yeah. Mar- I think, uh, yeah. I, think I really, is, like, of all it... the ones we've seen, actually, I think this one, besides the Darcy and Aiden one where they've been together, um, I think this one will work. I agree. I think that this is the best like romantic story we saw, the most believable, the chemistry was there. And then also like they have strong roots in this town. Not only that, like their parents are doing quite well. They're like wealthy enough to have the two most successful ends. And now they're going into a high end luxury where the guy now gets to be the GM. All right. Yeah. Cause they are combining forces. They chose to buy up the land where the, the guy that was selling the restaurant and instead of selling it to the Edgestone, they put in an offer instead and they got it. And so they're going to make their luxury hotel there and that's going to bring everybody even closer together. And that's going to bring in that cash baby. Yeah. So they're going to be like the queen and king of Crestridge. So like, I think that they are going to be sitting pretty in love and with money Right. In a town that doesn't seem like it costs all that much to live in. Right. And so, and they're going to completely, like, they're going to become like the mayor. Mm-hmm. And then one day the governor of that town. <laughs> the mayor and the governor. Wait, that's not how that works. I know. <laughs> May, okay. In the Hallmark multiverse, it does work that way. <laughs> and then our last category is when would we watch this movie? And this is our way of rating the movie. Uh, the better the time slot for watching, the better the movie. So, Austin, when would you watch Check In for Christmas? This is a movie that I would watch almost any day of the year. Ooh. I will say it's probably not a Christmas Eve movie for me because I just like that you got to do a little bit more on Christmas Eve for me. But this is the perfect like Thanksgiving Day movie. This is the perfect 
I just feel like I'm in the mood for Christmas movie. Right. I would watch it. If I saw that it was on, I would probably be like, well, this is what I'm watching today. Right. Yeah. And because I like this actress, I think it's a good kickoff to Christmas movie. I think Hallmark has done it a disservice putting it on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. I think it's spot is truly the Friday of Thanksgiving week. Oh, this would have been the kickoff perfect to, Black Friday day. Yeah. Like go shopping. Spend the, In our family, we spend the day with the family going on an outing to some place we've never been before and then come home. And, you know, it's maybe not that like eight o'clock time slot, but maybe that like post dinner pre game night, yeah. you know, sit down and watch a movie while we clean up and, and start to get ready. Like it's Christmas now. Like we've done our black Friday trip and it is time for a new holiday season. Yeah. Right after you buy that Roomba on sale <laughs> on the internet. Cause we don't go to the black Friday store. You queue up the Hallmark movie. Queue check up the Hallmark Christmas, movie. Or in fair Verona. And be like, Oh my God, I can't believe Christmas is only 25 days away. 27 days, whatever it is. So, uh, is the reason for the season Hallmark so yeah movies. this is definitely if i of the movies we've watched this season one of my top mine too one of my top ones at some point we're gonna have to make a we're, i think we're gonna a do list. a ranking like once we're done of like so. of, you know best to worst of this of the 2019 countdown to christmas yeah i'm already itching to do that and kind of put them in a slots but i also know there's we got Lacey chabert coming up we got candace cameron beret coming up we've got uh, you know other actors Christmas and, and actresses that coming up late so yeah you know they're the best may be yet to come so so that being i said, can only hope <laughs> <laughs> again we have more movies still to watch so we will be back at you as we continue to watch and then record during our busy holiday season for thanksgiving our thoughts on the movies that are coming up in the later half of this week as well so we will hopefully be seeing you soon (laughs) (laughs) i've been tara and i've been austin merry christmas and happy holidays